Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. It's Friday. It's Emmett Fox Friday. I am Jason Napolitano, and on the line, Mr. Chris Sheridan. What's going on? It's all going on. Everything <laughs> all... at once. I love that, that it's all going on at once. That's the, the life, life in this universe, isn't it? All at once. Yeah. All right. So today... We have an interesting topic that I think people are really going to like, and this is one maybe Chris and I talked about this one quite extensively uh, beforehand. I think this might be one for us as well. Uh, so this Emmett Fox lesson is called What Do You Want? It's, of course, uh, from the book that we're looking at each week, Find and Use Your Inner Power. Um, we want to thank you for joining us. We appreciate you being here on, on Friday and also on Sundays with us on our, uh, on our longer show that we do. Uh, where we go a little bit deeper in our Emma Fox shows are a little briefer. We usually try to stay under 30 minutes. So we'll just go ahead and jump right into this one. I'm going to start and then Chris is going to finish it out and we'll, uh, we'll discuss, uh, we'll discuss the ideas here. What do you want? It's called a strong wish for something is the voice of God in your heart, urging you to take the next step forward. That is the way in which the great mind is communicating with you at the moment. A strong wish is a sacred thing to be received with the greatest respect and handled with the highest wisdom. Many people have the false idea that their own wishes are sure to be mistaken and contrary to the will of God. On this ground, they repress all such wishes automatically and wait about for God to do something. This policy means complete stagnation and disappointment. A strong wish is the voice of God. It is true that you may be misrepresenting it in general or misunderstanding it in detail, but that can be corrected by praying for wisdom. It is probable that 90% of your wishes are fundamentally right. And for any right wish, there is a fulfillment because demand and supply are one. Leave the details to God, but pray systematically for the general idea. For instance, if a townsman has a strong and continued wish to live in the country, he should pray for this to happen, but he should not concentrate on a particular house or farm. If someone has a strong and continued wish to start a business on their own, this is probably the voice of God, and that voice should be answered with systematic prayer. But they should not concentrate on a particular shop or even a particular locality. True wishes have wings, and will bear you to your heart's desire. What True do you want? wishes. There you go. True wishes have wings and will bear you to your heart's desire. That's a great, great line. Powerful stuff. Uh, one thing sticks out to me uh, in this. So a lot of things stick out, but we'll start with this one thing. I like. Um, you you talked about this before we got on on the show this idea so it's it's he says it's probable that 90% of your wishes are fundamentally right and for any right wish there is a fulfillment because demand and supply are one demand and supply are one talk uh, a little bit about that will you well that's a pretty strong concept right there yeah. just to wrap your head around uh he's kind of throwing it in there like it's something you really need to believe in. I believe you do. Uh, because for any right wish, and that's one that somehow is your heart speaking to you, somehow it's in line with universal and divine and 
the great mind of God, uh, that's probably the right thing. And demand and supply being one, because the demand is what drives the supply. It's what creates the supply. Mm. If there's no demand, yeah. why, why make you're not waiting for something to happen. And you're also not thinking and feeling like, well, okay, I want to be a ballroom dancer, but you know, everybody else is doing that. And it's so competitive these days. And uh, there's just, you know, not enough supply <laughs> out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. You find your own thing and you dance to your own trip. Uh, you'll have something unique. And uh, there's always a supply for you because there's only one of you. Uh, but if you're not demanding wow. yourself out there, you know, you're not creating like a, uh, I think it's a turtle or, well, actually it's a snail that creates uh, their own shells. Um, so if they want to grow and get bigger, they have to, you know, pump out whatever it is that you know, makes their shell. Yeah. Uh, you know, they kind of live in it, but they, but they make it and they won't make it bigger unless, you know, they need it to be bigger. You know, there's really this. So that demand would be there. So the demand would yeah, be. I demand to grow. So I, you know, I, I make a bigger, I bigger supply shell. a bigger shell. Supply a bigger shell. Yeah. Yeah. So demand you know, this, what it is, you know, that you want. Um, but, and I think when he goes on to talk about, you know, well, if you talk about this particular farm or this business or this locale or this, you get too specific in the details, what you're doing mm -hmm. is you're limiting the supply. Limiting it. Yeah. <laughs> because there's a whole bunch of supply out there and you're saying, yeah, but, but it's gotta be this, it's gotta be this, it's gotta be blue. It's gotta have, you know, French doors. And it has, you know, and it's like, well, you know, you're just limiting the possibilities of, coming together uh, mm -hmm, to create mm -hmm. this this supply that you demand it's like a decree you're putting an order out um, that's fight. great yeah 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 no it's it's very interesting and i like how he 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 puts those two ideas together the idea of of the strong wish um and then that demand and supply thing and it's almost like well you know you've got to trust your own unique vision and your own heart's desires um, and, and know that there is actually a fulfillment, um, to be had. In other words, you know, the, the demand, okay, just, that's such an interesting idea. The demand and the supply are one. They're not two different things. They're two sides of the, of the, of the same coin in a lot of ways, aren't they? So that desire, and then that fulfillment of that desire of the desire, and then the manifestation of that thing are, are in fact the same thing. And of course, we can get in our own way and not allow that manifestation to unfold, um, you know, and we do do that. But but the idea is that, you know, there's there's that when you're when you're really in touch with that strong desire in touch with that God nature within yourself and you actually trust yourself. It's going to materialize and unfold that much faster. And also, if you allow the universe to present it to you in the way that it, you know, sees most fit to do that and the most elegant solution instead of what the ego wants, which is what he's talking about by leaving the details to God, you know, and pray systematically, he says, for the general idea. So you may, if you don't know what exactly it is, maybe you have a vague desire of something better, a better life, for instance, like, oh, I just desire some, a better life, but you don't know exactly what that means. Pray for the wisdom to understand that for the general idea uh, and look for signs. And then, you know, your, your desire will help lead you uh, to that, to that next step, to 
to that next step. So it might, you know, and following your heart is, 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 is a way to, to, to get you in that direction. So for example, again, like I said, you desire to have a better life, then all of a sudden maybe you're watching TV or you're reading a book and you hit on some new idea. You read about something you hadn't read about, maybe some profession that you'd never thought of before or something. And you think, Hmm, that sounds interesting. That might be something I'd be good at. You know, I like X, Y, Z and, you know, that, that sounds in line with my desires and, and explore it. You know, there's a certain, ex, there's a certain exploratory thing going on too, isn't there with this? Well, and he says in the first sentence, a strong wish for something is the voice of God in your heart, urging you to take the next step forward. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's trying to get uh, lost in, you know, what the lofty idea, because this uh, notion of having a specific idea, uh, or what, what did Napoleon Hill call it? In, uh, a definite in, chief aim. Definite, definite chief, chief aim. aim. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's it's very clear, and you're mm-hmm. definite about it. I don't think that's most people. Maybe it's a lot of people, but I think a lot of us also have uh, ideas about it, or thoughts, or feelings. Uh, maybe we like several things. Or maybe we don't think we deserve this thing, or this would be frivolous, or it's not practical, um, or somewhere along the line of life, we've been told that, you know, this isn't a reasonable thing. There's a lot of ways to second guess. And what he says, you know, repress these wishes. So again, he's saying this is to urge you to take the next step forward. So maybe that's all we really need is the next 200 feet, the next step. Uh, the next right thing mm-hmm. to do and listen to the heart. This, you know, is it like he called it a sacred thing. I like that, but it's, it's something um, to be nurtured, mm-hmm. <laughs> something to be cared for. Uh, and even if it sounds silly, even if it's something you were told as a child that, no, you're never going to do that. Uh, or maybe something you've told yourself, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not going to do this. You don't, have this, you know, planned out for you, or that's just not, that's for other people or all yeah. those things. It's, it's a small voice. Maybe it's a still small voice, but sometimes these are persistent. I think, you know, if we don't really have this definite chief aim and really know what we want, uh, we do know stuff. <laughs> we know things about ourselves. We know what we like. We kind of know what we don't like. Uh, and if something, if you try to talk yourself out of something, uh, and it keeps coming back, well, that's a sign that there's something mm-hmm. in that. Maybe that there's something yeah. persistent over time. And it's just to nudge you to take that next step forward. But it is a definite step. And it is one that you declare. It's a demand. I like how it goes a demand and the supply. So you yeah, decree exactly. and demand that, what were you saying? You want to live a better life. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I, I want to live a better life. Or what was the saying uh, day by day in every way I'm getting better and better. Getting better and better. Yeah. Um, it's a great uh, saying to repeat to yourself several times a day. It's vague, but it's really specific. To, yeah. Yeah. No, it exactly. can take a lot of forms. These, these details can be worked out and connect with the feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm being productive and, you know, contributing back to society or other people, or I'm sharing, you know, what it is I've learned over the years you know, whatever this is about being better, uh, just take it easy, give people the benefit of the doubt. Don't be so angry at the grocery store. Sure. You know, whatever, there's 101 things we can, we can do. 
Uh, and then that's the next step forward. And it keeps opening doors and the journey continues. So I kind of look at this as being a small thing, this definite chief aim and you know, finding out what it is you want to do with your life and, and do it. That's a big thing, but it's also in the small things too, mm. which can mm -hmm. become very, very big. Sure. Uh, but I think if, you know, somebody like myself, sometimes I feel like I don't have that definite thing or I don't feel that connected with it. Well then, you know, what do I have today? You know, what's definite today um, that I can do? What is mm -hmm. this next step? What am I listening to this voice? What is this urging? Well, what if it urges me on to an uncomfortable spot? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the challenge with some of this stuff is that, you know, sometimes we do know, and sometimes we even do know that that definite chief aim, that that goal or that sort of destiny for ourselves. And some part of ourself does know that. And there's other parts of ourselves that are fighting that, too. That's the other challenge with it. Um, and I think that one thing that's interesting, too, and you pointed this out. Um well, actually, I mean, I read this, but I think you brought this up. But this idea that um, that the that it's so he says many people have the false idea that their own wishes are sure to be mistaken and contrary to the will of God. That's where, you know, you'll have a, a sort of a drive or a or an interest or a desire to do something or even a vision for your life, but then some part of you, you know, or the ego, or maybe something you heard when you were a kid or someone, you know, or society at large kind of tells, you no, that's, you know, that's not a real career or that's not something that, you know, that this, that, you know, you're supposed to do, you know, your type of person is supposed to do or whatever it is, those limiting beliefs that might've been foisted on us or that we've taken on some way, you know, that can be, that can be holding us back too. Right. So, you know, those, you know, those desires, sometimes we've got to really look at them and, and then kind of excavate them in some ways, because there are things maybe that even as a kid, this is where sometimes it's good to do work, especially if you're at midlife or, you know, you're at, at a point in your career, maybe even when you're in your late 20s, early 30s and stuff like that, where you're kind of questioning maybe some of the choices you've made and you're starting to think that maybe there's something missing in your life. Going back to, to childhood and going back to your passions when you were, you know, when you were really young uh, can be a way to kind of resurrect some of those, some of those things that might be your true calling. They might be your, you know, your real, um, your real destiny, right? And so, you know, to kind of dig those out um, can, can, can give you a lot of, a lot of clarity. And, and, and it's one of these things where, you know, we, we kind of grow up and we think, Oh, that's, you know, that's just, that's just this, or that's just a part of my life or, Oh, that was a kid's dream or something like that. And oftentimes it's like, that's where the gold is. You know, we've kind of buried that because we've gotten the mistaken idea somewhere down the line that it's not realistic or it's not important what we want to do. And it, you know, it doesn't have to be some earth shattering thing too. It could be something like, you know, you've always wanted to be a hairstylist or something. You know what I mean? And that's really your passion. But for some reason, some part of you thinks that's not serious enough or it's not important enough or something. But it's like you just love to do hair. You know, I mean, who's to say what difference you're going to make as a, you know, I mean, think about it. I mean, I would say probably hairstylists, barbers, you know, 
people doing colors and cuts and all this stuff probably are, you know, in some ways bigger influences than, you know, psychologists on their, on their clients are, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's such an intimate thing. So it's like, you don't know what kind of influence you're going to have on somebody in the, in the work that you're doing. And especially if you're doing something that you're passionate about and that you're really, you know, you really care about and you really enjoy, you could have just deep and far reaching impact on people that you don't even know about. You know what I mean? And I think that's one of those important things where you kind of can't second guess your desire. You know, a strong wish for something is the voice of God in your heart urging you to take the next step forward. Well, and it's that's how it starts. Wish. A strong wish. It's not yeah. the thing wished for. Mm. It's somewhere like faith in an object. It's, it's it's you don't really have faith in the object, but you're venerating a icon or a cross or something to um, to send your worship or your veneration to some other thing, you know, mm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. that your heart's desire, you know, I'm not saying it doesn't matter what it is, but it yours has to be yours. Mine has to be mine. You know, somebody else's has to be theirs. Um, but it's the strong wish part of it that is important. So yes, if it's a hairdresser, you want to be a dance instructor or you want to, um, you know, go live in the woods or something. Sure. Or, yeah, yeah, you, know, no, exactly. you know, finally settle down and get a real job or I don't know what. Um, Whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, that the person doing that, if somebody is following a heart wish, uh, that according to this passage by Fox, it's, you know, the heart is the voice of that voice in your heart is the voice of God coming through to tell you, hey, you know, this would be a good thing for you to do. This is what you like. Uh, you're going to be a better person because you're just whatever it is you're doing. If you're passionate about that, it's almost like the universal substance, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to be happier and uh, more fulfilled uh, by expressing this part of you and by living um, your passion. And that alone is something that sends a signal and a vibration out in the world of people will pick up on that. Wow. A guy really seems happy doing, doing what he likes. So he just lives for it. Wow. Geez. I wish I like my job you know, or something. Yeah. Yeah, you, no, exactly. You know, you know what I mean? It's not that, you know, Oh, so you're going to influence someone else to be a, a hairdresser or a barber or something um, perhaps. But mm -hmm. I think what the universal part of it is, is that you are an example of somebody uh, living your heart's desire and a, a passion uh, exactly you know, and yeah. that's that's a good that's a good person to be around i like i like people that are like that <laughs> oh for sure you know? for sure and you know everyone has a unique position in the world and there's a there's a purpose for for all of us and so you know finding that purpose and really fulfilling it you know is is doing god's work as it were you know the natural order of things is you know, if every look, I mean, there can only be so many professional basketball players. There can only be so many rappers. There can only be so many CEOs. Do you know what I mean? And so there's a whole host of, of you know, duties people need to fulfill in 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 uh, in the world, in, in, in our culture, you know, in our modern world. And so, you know, we're all kind of drawn towards something and, you know, there, that might, there may be some kind of natural order to the choices we're all making to create a balance between 
all of us to keep everything running and so on. Do you know what I mean? And so we don't really know, like our natural desire may be, um, you know, in the natural order of things. And, you know, if we're trying to avoid that or kind of uh, stay out of it or, or, you know, hold ourselves back or we think that that's not our, 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 our destiny or something like that, we might be subverting the natural order of things that we're supposed to fit into, for example. You know, I'm not saying, you know, fate says, you know, you've got to be, you know, this or that. But do you know what I mean? I think there is some kind of there is some kind of natural order going on that seems to be this sort of invisible organizing principle that's going on, you know, that we have to put ourselves in alignment with. And that's but again, that's where where our, our desire leads us in the right direction if we follow it, if we trust it. Right. It's the voice of God in your heart. OK, get back to where's this voice coming from? It may not be the voice of reason. This thing that you may be passionate about, this, uh, it may defy logic. It may go against, you know, something that the head or maybe the gut says. But it's the heart level, and the heart speaks, you know, a certain language. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely say that having um, this communication, really, you're just connecting with a, a deeper part of yourself. Um, mm. and to have that wish, um, know that it's coming from the heart. So it might, it's going to speak those kinds of languages, get in with the feeling of it and the desire. Yeah. And it might be yeah. a little wacky. Um, it might be, okay, well, wait a minute. Okay. I'm not going to play in the NBA if I'm, you know, 42 years old and I'm, you know, five foot 10, um, probably not going to happen, but you know what? There's probably a career that has something to do with the NBA that you can be connected with the sport and the people that you like. I particularly don't, um, I would pick a different sport, but, um, but either way it's, uh, you could be deeply involved. You might even own a team someday if you strike it big and rich, you know, uh, but you're not going to play center mm -hmm. guard for, mm -hmm. is that a, is that a position center guard or is that two different things? Okay. I don't know. No. Right, well, They're two different okay, things. That's correct. That's, right. yeah. that's okay. That, but, you know, but the point is, that's yeah. all right. You were close, man. <laughs> You're not a passion of mine, uh, but it's, you yeah. know, it can be fulfilled. Hey, if so it was IndyCar, yeah. if it was IndyCar, you would, you would yeah. have all the details. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's the thing. Cause that's sure. one of your passions. That's a, that's a strong wish. That's a strong desire for you to follow that sport. And it, so you know, it can you take go. whatever form and whatever prominence in your life. Uh, but it thinks, yeah. I think the point he was trying to make is don't repress it. Don't suppress. Um, sure, don't exactly. repress it automatically is what you said and wait for then God to do something about it. It's there. Ask what it wants. Okay. This is a really impractical mm -hmm. request. Yes. I love figure skating or, you know, whatever as a kid. And, you know, I'm not going to do that now. I'm probably not going to teach it. I can't even skate with my knee. Um, you know, but there, then there's something. Was it, it might be leading you to something else. Yeah. It may not be just that thing. And it's yeah, good this point. next step forward. It's like, look over here. Oh, what's next this? Step well, forward. Maybe it's the finger that's pointing to the moon. And maybe it's the moon is where you need to go. It's not like, oh, look, a finger. Wow. I'm a, you know, what does that mean? Uh, no, maybe it's pointing somewhere. So take each step. Take, uh, take them as clues and cues. Um, you know, to follow and unfold the mystery. And yeah, it's like anything else. You get, you get better at doing, you get more connected with listening to that voice. Um, you just recognize it maybe at first. Okay. I had this heart desire. Yeah. I want to, you know, yeah. Win the Indy 500 or whatever, you know what I mean? 
if, if it's that, then okay, well, that's mm-hmm. that's fine. That's a, a drink, you know, a, a fantasy. You know, anybody can have that. You know, yeah, but, yeah, sure. You know, okay, but then I, I well, hear you. That's the... interesting. Why is that important to me? You know, why is why you know why do I have this, sure, this desire? Sure. And what does it mean? And how can I? You know, what's the next step? Ask that. Yeah, ask what's the next step. Maybe you don't need the big picture. All right. What's the next step? That's a great idea, and I think that's what he's saying when he's saying, you know, leave the details to God, pray systematically for the general idea. So you know, while you're looking and exploring, also, also, you know, put your prayer in there and 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 look for, and ask for that wisdom, you know, especially. And if you know, you know, say what you know too in the prayer. Say, you know, look, I I know that I have this strong desire to do this. It may or may not be the most practical thing for me, but what do I mm-hmm. need to understand about this what do i need to what do i need to know how how can i how can i fulfill whatever this wish or desire is trying to you know trying to move me towards what's the next step i need to take in order to to understand that so all right i think that's a pretty good uh yeah pretty good coverage it. of this one unless uh yeah do you have any uh, uh true else wishes add, have wings and we'll... will bear you to your heart's desire all right there it is so listen to your heart and take those strong yeah, and, wishes and just seriously. And don't keep it grounded. And ground, by grounded, I mean, I don't mean centered. I mean grounded like stuck on the ground. <laughs> you know? uh, stuck on them, the ground. Yeah. You know, let them have their go. own life. And, and like it says, with wings. Um, yeah. With wings. Maybe be carried by them a little bit and see where it takes you. Love it. Great point. Thank you. Well, thank you again for joining us on uh, the Cosmic Eye Show on the Emmett Fox Friday. We appreciate you guys showing up. If you'd like to uh, learn more about us, we're at CosmicEye.org. I'm the author of If You Can Worry, You Can Meditate. Chris is the author of The Spirit in the Sky. And if you'd like to make a donation to the show, we're at anchor.fm slash Cosmic Eye. Again, join us on uh, on Sunday as well. So we'll be back in a couple of days. We'll put this show up and then... Uh, We'll see you guys again on Sunday. Thanks uh, thanks for joining us. Have a great couple of days. Uh, goodbye and God bless.